What is up, friends? Welcome to a episode of the Brave, Fit, and Thriving podcast. Today, I'm going to take you through a little bit about my experience coming off of nicotine and the vape. Now, I never vaped before until 2020, 2021. I might have hit a vape like one or two times in the past beforehand, but I started to get heavily into it towards the end of 2021. And coming off of it, I'm going to tell you what what was going on in my life when I first got hooked on the vape, on the nicotine, things that I experienced. And keep in mind, a lot of the things I experienced, there were other factors in conjunction to why I was experiencing a lot of negative side effects. But I'm sure a lot of you could relate to it because you, you're likely starting to smoke the nicotine for one or two or both reasons. First is you notice that it helps you focus, right? It helps you have energy. It helps you think. If you have ADHD, it kind of clears out, clears the bees, clears the buzz in your head. And then there's the second reason that people start vaping or using nicotine is it suppresses your appetite. And of course, taking in less calories means weight loss, right? However, <laughs> some of the effects that nicotine can have can actually stall your weight loss and make it worse to make it harder and have other negative side effects and other, other implications. And me in 2021, uh, I noticed that a lot of people in bodybuilding were, were smoking nicotine. And me, the first few times I tried, I was like, hey, well, this feels great. It's suppressing my appetite. And I was foolishly in a cut at the time, despite the fact that I literally just competed like two or three months prior. And then I, um, I went with a new coach. I wish that I knew more about my body as I do now. I would have advocated a little bit more uh, effectively, but uh, my body was not, not supposed to go through a fat loss phase at that time. So I was in a calorie deficit, was working out a lot, and I was still dealing with hormonal issues from prep, from surgery on the same year, by the way. And I was like, okay, I need something to like help me because I am like tired and unfocused and the weight is being stubborn and my cravings were pretty bad. So I started vaping and it was work. I mean, it was doing stuff. It was helping me focus, have energy, but it made my hormone issues a lot worse. And because I was eating so few calories and I was working out so much and I was taking in the substance that causes hormonal chaos to our reproductive hormones, our thyroid hormones, I I saw diminished returns on that. Like after a month or two, it wasn't just about taking it to feel good. It was taking that just to feel normal. And I noticed that my eyes, my wrinkles got worse. I noticed my anxiety got worse. I had insomnia. I had such bad insomnia that no medication would knock me out. I, they almost, they tried to give me antidepressants, but I refused it, but literally nothing could work. I would take edibles to sleep. Nothing would work. It was, it was bad. And whenever I was trying to figure out what was going on, I didn't correlate to the vape right away. I didn't correlate to my hormones right away. I didn't know what the heck was going on. I felt lost. My weight was stubborn. I was eating, I was barely, I was eating such few calories, working out so much. I should have been in a calorie deficit, but my weight was stubborn and my cravings were skyrocketing. I couldn't sleep for shit. And that threw off my training. I ended up losing muscle. 
I ended up losing strength because I was eating so little, training so much and doing everything I could to suppress my appetite. And I justified it because I was saying, well, the vape helps my ADHD, right? My ADHD needs to be fixed. And I looked at it like my enemy. And it led me down this path of taking this substance on top of other things. When I would, I had a stint where I was also going to festivals like twice a month, drinking, not sleeping, vaping, other things. This was before I wised up on a few things. Um, and it really threw me down the shithole, guys. And vaping makes things worse. And what it does is it suppresses ovulation for us women. And when it suppresses ovulation, we don't produce progesterone. It also depletes our estrogen. Both of those hormones are essential to proper thyroid function too. So even though you might lose weight at first, when you start vaping, it's going to stop and your metabolism is going to slow down. And it's going to continue slowing down for two reasons. Number one, you're suppressing your hormones. And number two, you're losing muscle. And when you lose muscle because you're not eating enough and you don't have the energy to go work out, your metabolism slows down and that's going to cause weight loss resistance on top of anxiety, on top of heightened depression, because estrogen influences serotonin and dopamine. Progesterone influences GABA, which is our anti, our naturally occurring anti-anxiety hormone. It's so important for us. And so when we smoke nicotine, it suppresses all of that. And again, you might say it helps you at first because it suppresses your appetite. You might lose a little bit of weight. It might help your ADHD, but it's going to stop doing anything for you. And then what? You're going to get addicted to caffeine. Then you're going to get addicted to alcohol to to uh, mask the fact that you're constantly anxious because your hormones are just zilch, thrown the fuck out the window. When I had my labs taken after, shortly after I quit, I basically had menopausal levels of estrogen and progesterone. And that was after being off of it for a month. I can't even imagine how it was when I was at the height of it. Because that month that I took those labs, my symptoms were already starting to get better and my, my hormones were still really low. When my symptoms were the worst and I was still vaping, I was doing, I was still in the calorie deficit, extreme calorie deficit, working out all the time. I can't only imagine how bad my hormones were. And my thyroid hormones were fucked up too. A year later, being off, everything definitely got a lot, lots better. Anxiety and depression, pretty much. I don't want to say 100% cured because sometimes I still have my moments, but I figured that that is actually something that I have to work through. And I find myself more capable of working through that anxiety and that depression and that mood because I came off of something that was sabotaging my mental and physical health. So what happened in a month to three months after coming off the vape? Well, your hormones have to reestablish themselves and your hormones cannot reestablish themselves if you are excessively dieting, excessively training. And like you, you can't just expect things to get better, but keep punishing your body. You have to go through a recovery process. You have to make sure you're taking your vitamins. I have a whole post nicotine protocol that I have a client on right now. And she's actually, she's actually getting her cycle back. Not even a month after we got her off the vape and she would have months, months in between without a cycle. And that's a really bad sign. If you're not on birth control and your cycle is so long, that is a warning flag. That is a warning sign. And you have to think about your long-term health, ladies. 
And if you're on birth control, if you're on the pill, it can mask a lot of those symptoms. So you need to ask yourself, if you're not healthy now, how are you going to be in 10 years? And if you love going to music festivals and raves and going out and having fun with your friends, you want to keep doing that for longer. You have to take care of your body and your physical and your mental health. You cannot keep waiting because when you reach, when you do reach menopause, it's going to be fucking harder. I could tell you because I basically experienced every symptom of menopause because of how bad my hormones were. Knowing that I'm a little mentally prepared for that day, but it's not, it's something I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy. So a month after coming off nicotine and also removing my marine IUD, I did have a lot of extreme weight fluctuations, especially the week and a half prior to my first period coming off of nicotine and taking my marina out. I had a fluctuation. My weight went up like eight pounds in one week. Pure water weight, it went down after two, but it freaked me out. And the reason why you might experience a lot of weight fluctuations in the first month or two after nicotine is because estrogen levels recover much faster than progesterone. And estrogen is still good for your health. It's good for your bone density. It's good for your neurotransmitter production. It's good for your, for your energy and your libido. But if it is higher in relation, too much higher in relation to progesterone, you can have more water retention, you can have more swelling. Um, progesterone helps balance out some of the, uh, the side effects that we don't necessarily like of estrogen. Now, also, another thing that can influence that is if you're drinking alcohol or taking other substances, because it's also due in part to the way that your body metabolizes estrogen. If you're taking in these substances, you could be pushing estrogen down a harmful metabolic pathway that makes you more susceptible to PMS symptoms and weight fluctuations. And at the time, even though I quit nicotine and got my ID out, I was still drinking quite heavily at music festivals. So I had a lot of these fluctuations of weights, but things were still on the up and up. I was tapering off of it because I was like, okay, well, I want to take my hormone health a lot more seriously. So I'm going to cut back on way back on the alcohol. Now I rarely, I rarely drink. It'll be like maybe one or two, um, once a month every other month. And I don't binge drink anymore. Um, but that was just something I experienced. And as my progesterone levels started to recover, as my body was starting to ovulate more again, I started to notice my anxiety went way down. Those weight fluctuations became less extreme. You're still going to fluctuate prior to your period, possibly around ovulation, um, mainly due in part to digestion, um, but also just depends on your, on your body. Um, if you, if you have more body fat, you can also have a little bit more, um, weight fluctuations as well, just because our body fat cells do produce estrogen, but that's beside the point. I could go on and on about this, <laughs> but the first two months after being off nicotine and taking my Marina out, I had a lot of extreme weight fluctuations, but my insomnia got better. My mental focus got better. My anxiety got better and my cravings got a lot better. I had some really, really intense cravings about two months after I started vaping because my body adapted and it was basically retaliating. And I was scared at first to get off the vape because it's like, oh my God, everything's going to be way worse. Like I'm going to fail everything. And um, in fact, everything got a lot better around uh, six weeks to eight weeks coming off the vape. Now, a few things I wish I did though at the time, I wish I was more consistent with my supplementation. You want to make sure that you're giving your body adequate nutrients that it needs to recover. When you vape, 
you're also suppressing absorption of B vitamins and B vitamins are essential for our thyroid function or energy production. So if you're coming off of vape, you want to be taking B vitamins, making sure you're getting a lot of fruits and vegetables, leafy greens in your diet. And if you're still vaping, you really should make sure you're taking that stuff because if you're not taking in healthy foods and you're not taking in enough B vitamins, you're sabotaging your thyroid, taking in this nicotine. You're depleting your dopamine and serotonin. So when it wears off, you feel worse. You feel more depressed. Your immune system is shot. You get sick all the time. You're more susceptible to illness. And so when you come off of nicotine, yes, the first six to eight weeks, possibly three months, just depending on the person and how you're approaching coming off of nicotine, it can throw your head through a tailspin, especially when you see weight fluctuations. But your mental health and your physical health long-term is going to thank you. You are going to thank you 10 years from now when you are 35, 40, 45, 50, and you do not have the crazy amount of wrinkles that you see every other person have. Because right now, a, most, a lot of people our age, between the ages of 25 and 35, are heavily, heavily, heavily smoking that nicotine. And even though... It's a fun, it tastes good. It seems like it's your only thing that, that makes you happy during the day. It's not going to make you happy later on down the road. You cannot undo those wrinkles. Once you hit menopause, you cannot just get your cycle back so that way you can feel good again. Your bone density is going to go down, ladies. If you keep smoking nicotine and, not, and you're not taking care of your health, you're going to suffer these effects later on down the road. And again, a lot of my friends and followers here our EDM junkies. We love festivals. We love raves. We love going out. We love having fun. We love dancing, right? We love to have a good time. We want to be under the electric sky longer, but yet you're sabotaging yourself. So you're going to burn out and you're not even going to enjoy it anymore because your bones are going to hurt. Your joints are going to hurt. You're not going to have the strength to be dancing all night long. You're not going to be able to hang. Y'all, I, I want to be here for a good time and a long time. And you should too. So if you were on nicotine, start weaning off of that shit. It costs you so much money and so much of your physical health, your mental health, your physical health. It costs you so much more. And if you're like me, it's not just buying the vapes. It's also buying everything that you need to feel okay. I, had, I spent so much money on edibles just to help my insomnia due to the fact that I was fucking up my hormones with the nicotine, spending so much of my effort for diminished returns, ending up losing muscle. I was restricting my food and working out all the time. And yet the thing that I thought was helping me was actually sabotaging me and it was hurting me. And it's hurting a lot of my, a lot of people that I see in the rave community and the festival community. And it breaks my heart a little bit. So we need to be sharing that knowledge. We need to be sharing the experiences. If you've come off nicotine, please share your story. If you are coming off nicotine, share your story. Share about how things improve afterwards because it's so normalized in this community to be holding on to a vape everywhere and anywhere. And I will tell you, there was one time a few months ago where I was like, oh, I'm just going to, I'm going to see, I'm just going to smoke it for a day, you know, help, help my focus. Um, unmedicated ADHD. Let me, let me try to, uh, let me try to get through the day. Bad idea. Bad idea. Why? Because my heart, my menstrual cycle was so regular up until that point. And guess what? PMS bit. It bit me that, that month. It bit me. So if you want 
your hormones to be healthier, if you want your thyroid to be healthier, your metabolism to be healthier, your body to be healthier, your mental health to be healthier, get off the nicotine. I know it's normalized. There's going to be so many people saying that they don't experience the negative side effects, especially men. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm going to get off my treadmill here. Men are not as negatively impacted as us when it comes to their mental and physical health. Why? Because they don't deal with hormone fluctuations like us, ladies. They don't have a menstrual cycle like us. We have a cycle where our hormones go up and down. And when you flatline all of them, our, our dependent hormones, we're screwing ourselves up long term. Remember, I've talked about all the benefits. Well, a good chunk of the benefits. There's a lot more of estrogen and progesterone. Uh, testosterone is also important. But men, they are only concerned about testosterone. They naturally keep their estrogen low. So vaping, it doesn't necessarily hurt them as much. It's still not good for them. It's still not good for anybody. But for us women, it has far more of a negative impact. Okay. If you want your reproductive hormones to be healthy or thyroid to be healthy, you need to stop vaping. You need to come off of it. You need to make sure that you're eating enough to recover and working out building lean muscle. That's going to help you in the long run. All right. That is it for today. I'll step off my soapbox. I just wanted to share that experience because I had a conversation with a client today who, again, she is experiencing some of the benefits of coming off of it. Of course, it's a bumpy road, but if you have a hard time with it, you have to stay consistent with it and you have to understand it does get better at the end. It's not going to happen right away. The first few weeks are going to be rough, um, but it's possible and you feel so much better. You feel so much better once you're completely weaned off. That is it for today. Have an awesome day. Peace, love, and protein.